Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Sparting 160 EN podcast, podcast number 88. We got a juicy one, Maish Polemica. Uh, but anyways, first, let's get straight to my co-horse, as always, starting off with my man, Steph. Steph, how you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good. I just don't like uh, the fact that Luis Goudinho, which, by the way, um, he's always robbing our club. It's the second time this year. Uh, against Sport, there was a scandal. A PK, he never called. And against Family Cow. Everyone saw the lengthy video with plenty of uh, examples of uh, dualidad criterio. And we'll talk more about it, but I'm pissed because I celebrated the third gold of Quatch like crazy. Fucking jumped up the sofa. Was, Same. And that was a clean goal because I challenged anybody, jump without your hands up. Please jump. At home, jump now. Jump and see if you can jump like this. Without and, your hands going up. And we'll get into it. But try jumping without your hands and a guy backing up into you, too. Without Not using one. your hands. <laughs> Good luck. Not Good one. luck. Two. Two. Two, exactly. Two. Two. And, and, and Quach won the position, and the goalie was the one who went against him out, uh, inside the big box, not in the, the Nebkina area. He was outside yeah. his little box. So <laughs> it's that was a clean goal taken away from us. From um padre. Aqui foi encomendado, filha da puta. Because I hope that motherfucker dies tomorrow. I don't give a shit what happens to him. I'm not threatening him because I'm far away. Even if I lived in Portugal, I wouldn't. But I really hope a piece of bacalhau no Natal. Agreed. Agreed, bro. Uh, also, going into my other cohort, our other cohort, Christian. Christian, how are you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm doing better than the than I was in the moments that uh, that Steph is describing the immediate aftermath of the events happening in real time. Later that day, even the immediate day after Sunday, it was just like the only thing I was thinking about or like seeing. So I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And now it's Wednesday, and I still spent. Fair amount of time thinking about it since then. <laughs> but, it's been all over the timeline. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it gets more, it gets worse, it gets more dramatic. It's spiraled to the point now where it's completely out of control. I don't know. It's clearly not going to get resolved. Like the 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 refs association is always going to stand behind the refs. So it's like it's like obviously we're going down a path that it gets us nowhere in the end. It's like what are they going to go back and change the result? No, it's just like. We're fucked, and it just it sucks to see like the the the, the train wreck in slow motion. Uh, Ruben Amorim they managed to take him out of three different competitions with the suspension today. So clever amount of days they went fifteen to get him out of three comps. So that's nice, well well done. But uh, in other news, I uh, I hung up this <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this this wreath. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. And last but not least, our main man Nando. It's been a while, bro. How you doing, bro? Bro, I was doing well until my camera just fucking froze on me. So yeah, I just noticed the, that. You guys get to see the top of my head, man. That's some bullshit. <laughs> um, that part for this. That's impossible. How that shit's gonna start happening? Oh, 
it 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 really isn't possible. There he is. He's back. Oh, we back. We back. We back. Right. We back. <laughs> yeah, you're back. You're back. Uh, so let that be an example of how depressed I am because of what the fuck happens um, against Fumalico. Um Literally, I avoided uh, all of social media the rest of that day. The next day, like Chris just kind of said, going into today, just a little bit thinking about it again. Um, We'll talk about it more in detail, uh, just a sense of frustration, a sense of anger, of, of revolt, of, you know, here we go again with the same bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Um, but there is one positive, and there's one silver lining, in my opinion, for that, is that I think that we can all agree, and all of Sporting Twitter and all of Sporting Nation, that we got that feeling of uh, stress and anxiety pre-games back again, which we all would agree is what we miss and what we needed. Um, going into that game, I was like, oh, shit, you know, we got to win. We got to make sure we stay atop, you know, maintain the same distance. So the fact that we're back starting to feel that way again is a good indication of what's to come, hopefully. Um, however, we're all too fucking used to this kind of fucking depressed feeling. Sorry for my language. I'm just real pissed off about it, but we'll talk about it in greater detail. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, first, we'll go straight into the Twitter questions. Uh, let me just quickly bring this up here. Let me know if you guys see it or not. We see it? Yes. yes. Perfect. I all love right, this so first, of all of us over here. <laughs> I, mean, I, made, I forced Danny to do it for those wondering. <laughs> yeah. uh, so first question comes in from Kazapiva7 on Twitter. He, said, he asks, um, who is the first player this season you guys feel is absolutely crucial for us to challenge for the title and cannot have injury due to lack of options? For me, that man is Padinga. Uh, great shout. I'm going to also say uh, uh, Pot, um, but I don't know. Do you guys have any other different answers to that? An untouchable guy? I would say one of the two uh, the center backs, right? Kowats, maybe, or Fidal, even. Like, if one of them two were to go out, right? Like, that would really jumble up the back line. Like, because it's like it's Fidal and Kawats plus one, right? You're always figuring out who's gonna fill that one, but to lose one of those two. But yeah, the the ones playing that dude, fucking machine, man. We haven't had anyone on the team like that since like William, right? Yeah, yeah. Prime well, William. So I mean, feels good yeah. to have a feels good to have a fucking midfielder destroyer <laughs> like that again. Right, the guy we wished uh, Dumbia was gonna <laughs> end up being, right? Oh yeah, yeah. that's what he's supposed to be. That's what he looked like for like ten games, and then. Unlearned everything. That's what he looked like against <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> <It's just laughs> <open end. laughs> uh, next question comes in from uh, Paul Rod Rodriguez at Paul J Rod. Um, Steph, I'll give this one to you. He asks, uh, "Do you uh, guys agree or disagree with how Spartan is handling the loss after the game? Uh, will making the accusations against the officials and governing body make a real difference?" Great podcast. Keep up, keep it up, guys. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for the support. Uh, but yeah, Steph, what did you think of this question? Uh, yes, of course. That's the way to handle it. Uh, you, you can't you can't just let it go. You have to say something. And why? Because this this was uh, game number nine, I believe. Uh, so with that oh, said, we, we have uh, still uh, 20, 25 games left. It's a total of thirty four games. So you need to keep the pressure. You need to make noise because if you don't, then the next game the same shit's gonna happen. So we're being loud and clear. And putting the pressure on the APAF and as to say Sandarvich, because that's what they deserved. If you if you looked at the video that we posted on Twitter, 
I don't know who created the video, but it was a really good job. Uh, do you guys know who created the video? I have no idea. I just got it from Juan Castro, from being honest. Got it. And, uh, Outstanding yeah. job. I know that it's Portuguese subtitles, uh, but you can be creative and, and uh, translate them into English if you prefer. But I know I know our fans, they, they're pretty smart and they, they understand most, most, uh, most of them Portuguese. But you'll see the difference of uh, treatment by Luis Gudin in that specific game. I mean, uh, uh, if a Millicom player kicks the ball away and doesn't get a yellow card, he just talks to him. And Pod gets a yellow card, by the way. When he by the way, did he did they did he get a yellow for kicking the ball away? That's like the official. I think that's the I think that's the official thing. Yeah, yeah. not, not on the foul. Even if Chris, even if it was the foul, the foul wasn't a foul. No, it's mm. so soft, but that's what I was thinking yeah. the entire time, so, to be honest. So not only that, that was one of uh, one of those plays. Do you know how many yellow cards our players gotten with similar players that some players didn't get? Look at the video. What about the the PK? They they the, the VAR was so aggressive in canceling the goal from Quats. But what about the PK of uh the do Jean Mario? When yeah. He, that's a PK. That, that's, Maybe we wouldn't miss it again. We could have won the game if Nonsense didn't miss it. But I'm not going to crucify Nonsense because he's a human being. Everyone misses it. And somebody could say, Portista Benfica could say, Ah, oh, Luis Gudin também. And un ser humano. Yeah, but you made a lot of fucking mistakes. And, it, and it's always against Sporting, too. Yeah, second game. Four second game. Then we uh, lost to him. It's a, yeah. it's a big coincidence. And this motherfuckers in Portugal, the referees, they walk around like, they own everything, and they're untouched, untouchable. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick that the referees, they have a lay or protect, uh, protection like like any, anybody, from, from anybody. Like, they could do whatever they want, and, they, it, and there's no consequences. Why? When, when, you, when, when the president of the league, the president of DAPAF, the president of the, the, the Portuguese Association, Referee Association, when they look at the video, automatically they should say, holy shit, he did make a lot of mistakes. And we need to talk to him about that. You know? Why isn't anybody... Because I don't know if you guys saw the, the, the message the the uh, um, the APAF submitted within half an hour saying that was a correct call by Quatch. They, yeah. That was a good call. He canceled it. But why the fuck didn't they talk about the, the, the yellow card that was given to... To, to put in the wrong way when the family can't play the same thing. Why yeah. the fuck did they talk about the PK, the Jean Mario uh, uh, suffered the, the big push, and they didn't talk about that, you know? You want to be so aggressive saying, yeah, we canceled the game properly. Talk about the PK that was not given to Sporting. Talk about the wrong yellow cards given to Sporting. You can just pick and choose whatever you want to say. Talk about the whole thing. Be transparent. And that's not what's going on. And Benfica and Portistas, they hate what's going on because all of a sudden we matter. Why? Why are you afraid of us? Because mm -hmm. we're playing awesome soccer. We're mm -hmm. playing well. And the, the only way to, to be, get close to us is by cheating. Again, it's not enough. The 80s and the 90s, they need to pay the, and emails you can accuse for them. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm done that, by the way. Yeah, agreed.
Agreed, Steph. Agreed. Sorry, uh, next comment comes in from uh, <laughs> Dung Liao. No, listen. This is this is a therapy session at this point, bro. <laughs> I seen a I seen a tweet earlier uh, in the week saying, "Why do men start podcasts instead of going to therapy?" This this is what this is, bro. <laughs> this is a therapy session. <laughs> it's like me. This is like me going to church to my priest. <laughs> well, yeah, padre Luis Gudin, oh, padre Gudin. <laughs> uh, next uh, comment comes in from Mundo Dung Leung, who's also in our comments. Shout out to Mundo Dung Leung. Uh, he says he doesn't have any questions. I just want to say hashtag Fonseca out. Uh, <laughs> it worked. It worked. He's not here today. <laughs> uh, next question comes in from Silva at Silva BDC Jr. Um, Sporting has a 40% win rate with Luis Gudingu. What are your thoughts on that, Nando? 40% win rate. Uh, <laughs> two red cards against uh, against uh, Amuring this season as well. What are your thoughts on that, dude? I mean, I think you, you have to start to question. Um, not question, but you have to start asking Sporting to argue every single time that we get Luis Gudingu as our ref. Uh, we need to start going out of our way to – make a big deal about they say it's what um it's not anonymous selection for the refs in portugal right now is it they go back and forth between anonymous selection and non-anonymous if i'm not mistaken um so Sporting needs to go out of their way to make sure that uh luis Godinho isn't the guy refing a Sporting game um because the stats are as clear as day you know like you said two red cards less than 50 percent win percentage the way that these games are going about and the way Spartan just lost points against Fumalicão. Um, no, I don't, I don't want, I don't want him refing our games. I don't want that thing, that, that, that cloud of uncertainty to be around our players, especially as young as this team is. And as much as this team has endured, um, they're too young. And in my opinion, um, it's real easy. And I'm still concerned with, you know, their, their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? With their belief being, you know, fractured and and anything being able to knock them down, even though post game they've all said the right things. Um, no, I think Spartan has to go out of their way to make sure Luis Gudino is not refereeing our games in the near future. And to be, and to be fair, I think that that might be the only. Yeah, yeah that's what this Spartan is trying to yeah. do. Win for Spartan that they get out of it. I, they've created such a scene rightfully so right they've created such a scene now that um and like the liga the liga would be stupid to assign him to a game right now so <laughs> i think that they might actually get that although imagine imagine it happens imagine we find out because you usually find out the day before right we find out the day before it's Luis Cudini, like it's just gonna it's gonna be a clusterfuck so they they should be smart and uh and avoid that big time yeah, yeah. Like, agreed um, next question comes in from creator at creator or with the zero instead of an O 90. Um, he asks, I just wanted to say how much I love Portuguese football and how much of an example it, it is to every other league in terms of a non-corrupt, clean, non-biased sports association. <laughs> <laughs> More seriously though, what have you guys thought of the inside Spartan videos on YouTube lately? Let me just answer that one. I actually do love that. Um, I was actually literally just before going on the podcast, uh, showing my dad those videos too. Um, sort of like a little bonding thing. Now we just watched the, uh, the, the little training videos. Listen, out of the, uh, everything Verandas has done, I know it's not Verandas per se. It's the media company that maybe he's hired or whatever. Yeah. Fantastic job on what you're doing here, buddy. In terms of media, you've really turned that around. Uh, keep these videos up. I love these videos. 
And uh, we, 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 I've joked in the past that like the, if like everything that they do is just like film the training ground, like every player announcement is the same. It's just like them at the training ground. So this is some good use of the training ground, right? We get to see shit we know what we wouldn't normally see. So yeah, exactly. it is, I agree. It's the best, the best content they've made. And listen, more Pauline with my life is fucking amazing. So the I can't goal complain, goal bro. Vital, right? That was his name, dude. Mania. Yeah, that guy's another one that limps, bro. <laughs> mania. We would never know that without the video, right? That he exactly. Was a maniac, so. Exactly. <laughs> uh, next question comes in from at Castro underscore 1906. He asks, which position do we need more reinforcements? And it's kind of off topic, but what teams do you think will go up against the Lakers on the NBA finals this year? Um, assuming the Lakers are penciled into the finals, damn, I know Clippers. Clippers <laughs> look all right, bro. But actually, no, I think the Lakers would too. Schroeder, Harold. Anyways, I, I'm gonna say the Toronto Raptors real quick. Don't sleep on my Mavericks. The Mavericks look nice too. Luka all Magic. Right, I'm gonna the say. Mavericks look uh, nice too. I'm Nets. Say, Mundo I'm gonna... only saying Nets. Sixers, Sixers, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna trade for James Harden. It's gonna be Embiid and Harden. So, you never know, man. True. Uh, and Steph, what reinforcements <laughs> do we need for this season, then? Uh, um, uh, personally, I think we've we've spoken about this before. Yeah, I would I would get a center back and a striker. I agree. Agree. I agree. Um, Rui Costa at Rui Cost three zero one zero five zero one eight. Asks, is the league corrupt? I'll answer that for you guys. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Menez saying, uh, or at Anthony M underscore SCP. This one should be interesting. It's going to be a great pod, I think. Uh, and then, of course, our boy with the Mario Balotelli gif. Why always us? Shout out to New York's finest. It's a great question, bro. Why always us? I don't know. I know. Um, <laughs> what's that, then? I know, too. All right. Why always us then, boys? Because the top two the two spots in the Portuguese league means millions later. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's, um, it's all about money. Agreed. All right. Let's just jump right into this game. Um, Family count two, Sporting two. Um, our st uh, starting 11 was as followed. We had Antonio Adan in net with Fidel Coates and Luis Neto in the back. With Antunes taking over the uh, injured um, uh, Nunu uh, Minj. Uh, and then we also had Pedro Porru, who scored a banger of a goal. In the midfield, we had João Mario and Pelinga. And up front, we had uh, Pot, Nunu Santos, and Andras uh, Porar. Um, Nando, I'll start off with you. A quick little summary of, of what you thought of this game before we really analyze uh, every sort of uh, Kazu. Yeah, man, absolutely. So, I mean, it's it's a it was a pretty clear Spartan dominant performance, in my opinion. I think we continued what we've been doing. Um, these are kind of what we like to call in America trap games, if you will. Um, a lot of uh, you know easy opportunity to lose points at stadiums like these, right? Spartan outshot from Malikon, fifteen to five possession, sixty five thirty five percent. Um, we didn't have like tons and tons of clear opportunity for goals, but we did have a lot of opportunities constantly pushing at their net. Um, more obvious again than ever that, you know, Pedro Gonzalez is that guy. He's turning into that guy. His goal, just his calmness, his ability to just kind of maneuver that defense and shoot that ball just calmly, collectively, you know, top, top notch, five stars in my opinion. Um, Kowats constantly being a good threat. 
when we have set pieces, hell, he scored a goal that shouldn't have been taken back. Um, a couple of things on my end, though. Uh, Adan, who we've all kind of talked well of so far, I think he had his probably his worst game with Sporting. Um, really in Feliz and how he comes out on that ball in the first goal. I think he just misread it completely. Um, but Sporting, as a whole, we did what we needed to do, and we did more than enough to win this game. Um, hell, I even think that, uh, you know, the red card we're going to talk about here in a moment is, uh, or that second yellow is a little unfair, in my opinion. Um, but overall, Sporting did more than enough to come out with the three points. Um, it's not our fault that we didn't come out with the three points. However, for me, there's one thing that's clear and obvious is that Sporting's lack of a striker is detrimental. It's going to cost us points. It's going to cost us games. I won't go as far as saying that that's what cost us this game because we obviously are going to talk about the Luis Goudinho incidents. However, not having that striker, not having that player that we can put out there and continue to force the defense to mark one-on-one -on -one or zone mark and allow others to come in from behind and make plays, that's going to be an issue. And I think we we needed that player against Fomalico. We're definitely going to need it going forward. And I think situations like these – Going forward, we're going to have much more of them and, and not having that striker, not having that clear guy that's going to score, that's an issue. We can't continue to expect and wait for Pedro Gonzalez to continue to score goals. That's not his position, okay? The fact that he's doing it, that's just a cherry on top, but that's not what he's meant to do. That's not what we expect him to do. Sure. Now we're going to miss him into going into the next game. So now we're going to talk about what, what do we do now that we're about to lose nine goals on the season. I think it's how many he's got, nine or ten. Um, ten so – Right. So what do we do now? Right now we're losing or missing our best striker, our best goal scorer. So that's my take on the game. Sporting did more than enough to win it. We didn't win it because of our fault own. However, there's things that we need to address. And I think this game kind of uh, is showing those those flaws and how we're playing, although we're playing well. But yeah, 100 percent agree with you there, Bo. Um, Steph, how about you, dude? Quick little synopsis before we get into the, the causes and everything. Well, yeah. So uh, I'm more interested in talking about the uh, the bullshit. Uh, but you know, overall, I think Sporting played well enough to win at least uh, five two. We had clear chances of goal, and uh, uh, I agree with Nando in one one thing. Well, in many things, but the one the one thing I will I will emphasize is put out. You know, he needs he needs to seize those those opportunities when he when he's in front of the goal. He needs to score, and he's not doing that. I don't know if it's uh, peer pressure, or, you know, but this, I don't know. There's no public, so there's no pressure at all. Uh, so, but he is struggling. He's, he's in a very negative funk, um, and th this is why every podcast, and not only ours, I listen to Sporting 160 and, um, you know, uh, TV shows and stuff like that, and everyone is saying the same, even on Twitter, Everyone is saying the same thing. We need a striker. We need a striker. We need, we need a striker, and we do. Um, and he showed against uh, against Ramalikan, and then brought up a good point. But you know, scoring goals—that's the chair on top of the cake. He's a midfielder, offensive midfielder, uh, very similar to Bruno Fernandes. But you know, he's not the one supposed to be so so productive. I'm I'm glad he's being productive, but that's put out his job. Uh, as a, a striker, and he's not delivering. Uh, and, and you know, we've given him many chances. I hope the next game he explodes and scores against Pas Freire at home for, for the Portuguese Cup on Friday. 
but but we lack of that. But the whole game against Family Cow, uh, even the coach of Family Cow said if they would have lost, he wouldn't have been upset because Sporting did deserve to win. Even the coach of Family yeah. Cow said that on the flash interview. So if you if you listen to 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 Family Cow's coach, he was actually surprised that he, he tied the game. Uh, and and the only the, the, the only ones that uh, really see the way we see it at Sportingistas because you know most Sportingistas I'm not gonna say all oh, are they they really honest people we want to win the uh, in the a fair way we don't want to win cheating that's not our DNA our DNA is not to win cheating I've heard Chris I've heard Nando I've heard Danny I've heard Shan. I've heard many sporting geese say that was not a PK. We didn't deserve that PK. That was offside. But when you ask they will never admit it. Never. Why? Because they are different. And and I'm glad I'm sporting geese because of those reasons. Because we admit when something that was given to us or some or, or a PK that we thought initially should have been a PK and then we lost the replay. We 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 admit ourselves, no, that wasn't a PK. We're capable of doing that. And and I'm so glad I'm Sportingista because of that reason. I, I really think that us Sportingistas, we have a better quality, better character. We have a better judgment. And we much more honest than most Befiquistas and Portistas. I'm not going to say all because I, I do know great Befiquistas and Portistas that actually they think the way we do. But very few. Not, not the same way as Sportingistas. Most of our people, Sportingistas, we want to win in a fair way. And this game, we got robbed. We got mm -hmm. robbed, and it fucking insults my intelligence to the point that I really was upset. I didn't want to talk to anybody for a few days because we should have been ahead of of, uh, of Bifika still by, 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 uh, by four points, and now it's only two points. And this is being done purposely because people, Spartan is, is bothering a lot of people. And it's only the ninth round, but we, this is how much we, we think and Porta concerned about Spartan being on top. They don't like it. They want to bring us down right away. So they came up with this fucking bullshit uh, referee team, Luis Gudinho, a piece of shit, Kvapo Caralho. And because of him, we already lost four points. And I hate this. Yeah. Others me, I'm 48 years old. I'm, I'm acting like I'm a teenager, but it, it, it really bothered me. It really bothered me because I celebrated the third goal for nothing. Yeah. Bro, you were going crazy. I, I Me and my dad hugged, bro. I don't think I've hugged them in years. <laughs> and we were like, ah, well, cut on. The team, bro, the team celebrated, right? <laughs> the team it's celebrated like, like it was crazy. Yeah, man. I, it, I hate sounding like that pessimist, I, but like I legit was fucking paranoid. I technically am paranoid. This time I wasn't. This time for some reason I wasn't. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. I don't know why I sat there and I just I like, held my breath. Sort of the same shit that like when Befica fucking scored their game winner at the end there. It was like at that moment that I was like, a fuck, of course that's how they're gonna win their game. And of course that's how we're not gonna win our game. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to hope that it was gonna have a different outcome, but like fuck man. Listen, it takes away the the uh the, the excitement and passion of the game when a fucking referee corrupt a motherfucker like Gudinho cancels that beautiful goal from Kovac 
you know, that, that I just celebrated two seconds ago, and, and we're like this. What the fuck happened? And it takes away the passing of the game because, you know, I had to fight with myself to tell myself I have to I have to watch the game against Pash Fred on Friday because I didn't want to because it bothered me that much. They, 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 the way soccer is going, it, 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 it's really bugging me because the VAR is not being used properly. Exactly. I was just about to it's say not that. Always, it's sometimes often being used properly. In Portugal. Like, that's the part that sucks, right? It's like, nah. when you see them correctly rule out an offside goal, you're like, like, nice. Like, it's like in the past that just didn't happen. The offside goal stood, and it was just like, so it's good in that sense. But at the same time, with like the, when they're drawing the centimeters, like, idiotically from like not even the right angle, and they're drawing yeah. like these fucking lines, you're like, so it's like you take the good with the bad, yeah. I guess. But I mean, Steph, that's the main argument, right? Against the VAR, or one of the main, it's like the traditionalist argument, right? It takes away the passion, the passion of that moment. Because I will admit, I celebrate goals differently now. Right? You, you, you think about it, right? Especially if something happened, you're like, all right, let's see if it stands. And then it's like, okay, nice. After the fact, <laughs> yeah, that's literally how it is now. Like, well, the thing is, the VR sometimes can be used the wrong way, just like in this case. It was a light touch, and then they said, yeah, we have a reason to cancel. Oh, it, it really, really. Bro, the thing, is, the, thing is, the thing is, for me, the argument, the whole argument that pisses me off about that Lance, the whole thing, he wasn't in the fucking small box. He wasn't in the small box. Yeah. So he's not in the small box, so he can go fuck himself. What's <laughs> it? The both both defenders they 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 pushed him, shoved him, and then the goalie came out of his goal, so he had won the position. So that's the goalie's job. A goalie's job is to figure out how to muscle his way through that small box and to claim it himself. The fact that he made himself out—I don't give a fuck how he got outside the small box. By the time he was in the air and Kawhi's up there, he's, he's not in the small that. box. He did. Keeper was late to the ball. Period. What and. Kuwash had the position. He had the advantage. He got there first, and that's that's how you play soccer. Yeah. And then once he got there late, he went against Kuwata's uh, arm. It wasn't vice versa, and that's why it bothers me that Gudin purposely in the VAR used that scenario to cancel the goal. Oh, Brastava fazer falta. But yeah, they see it logically the way we are, and that insults my intelligence, everyone's intelligence, and we lost two points. Yeah. And, and, and isn't the rule state that in order for VAR to be used or overturned, and this kind of goes to what Chris was saying about how it's not being properly used, it has to be um, you, you go with the call on the field, which is a goal, and then there has to be unquestionable evidence that that needs to be overturned. And the fact that we can sit here, glad I sport the geese, we're going to say that, fuck, that's not a foul. But everybody else who I've heard say it, and I've heard some Beifikis to say it, believe it or not, and I have heard some Portistas say it as well, just leads you to believe that it's not unquestionable evidence. So, therefore, the call on the field needs to stand. Yes. Here's, here's what I'm saying from this. I, and the thing that I hate about it, and I'm with Steph, where it questions my intelligence, is Portistas and, and Beifikistas, especially what I've seen on Twitter, they'll use just the one angle where you see from the back where it looks, and it's just a picture, where it looks like Kwach's arm is actually Bro, impeding the, the goalkeeper's this arm. This is the best part, is literally in-game, Gudinu can't even fucking, he didn't even look at that angle, dude. He only looked at the uh, the front at angle. The front and angle. the back angle is more incriminating. 
Exactly. That's the one thing. That's the one thing. And that they're using still images rather than the whole play. But then yeah. more so on top of that, the goalkeeper comes out of his box. He's not in the Picanaria. So what's the rules on that? The other def- the two defenders are pushing towards Quatch, and Quatch is like still kind of avoiding the goalkeeper. It's not like full-on contact. It's not yeah. Luis on Ricardo a few years ago where that was clear and that wasn't even called. It, it, it's just and then in terms of VAR, it's this isn't the VAR that we've been asking for as Spartanistas. And and um, I, like, I don't agree with Verandas a lot, but the one thing he said that I actually agree with is the goal went in, and then the referee's job now is to be like, hold on, let's see if we can disallow it. And that's not what VAR is for. VAR is for, like, like Nando was saying, the unquestionable. If there's two different angles, one showing that it shouldn't be a foul, the other one showing that it is a foul, you gotta go to it's unquestionable. It, it, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, clear. You know, I'm with you, Nando. I'm with all of you, really. Yeah, it's Anyways, a joke. It really, really, really felt like they were just looking for something to rule it out. You know, like exactly. They were, exactly. Sporting, Sporting is back to incomodar muita gente, bro. Exactly. And, I love, I love, I love that that Sporting está incomodar os benfiquistas e portistas. Exatamente. Caralho, todos para yeah. caralho, todos não escapa nenhum, nenhum. They want to win the cheating way, who's Benfica and Portistas. Not all of them, again, because I have a lot of Benfica friends and Portistas, they're reasonable. Uh, but the vast majority, they want to win. win at all costs. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If, if we can win cheating, that's, that's how we're going to do it. And we're not asking for that. We're asking that let our players play, and when we score goals, validate them, for God's sake. That's what exactly. we have. Because we're playing beautiful soccer. Beautiful soccer. And this fucking Luis Gudinho, you shouldn't even be a referee. You should be maybe, I don't know, plant potatoes. That's an insult for the agriculture in Portugal. <laughs> not even, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck him. Ship him to Alaska. I don't know. <laughs> you know. It's a piece of shit. And he shouldn't be a referee in Portugal ever again because he's really bad. Really bad. He, the devil's standards in that game was... Was amazing. What about the Jean Marie PK? Wasn't that a PK? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Let, let's go into the, the one PK that did stand. Uh, PK on Nunu Sense. Of course, he missed it. Um, before we go into the miss, uh, and maybe if about Nunu Sense uh, penalty record, um, the player didn't receive a yellow for that. That was a tackle from the back and in the box. Refresh me on my memory because I feel like the, the rule changes every time. Can it's the referee give a yellow? It's in, a random. Your penalty? Yeah. It's it's a random, bro. And by yeah. the way, Antunes with a nice one-two. My guy Antunes, he repped he, the logo well. He played well. <laughs> we gave him a lot of slack. He played well. I have to yeah, admit. I, I, I got to get that out there in the ether. I was very happy with Antunes' performance. Same. Same. And I think me and you have been like his biggest haters. <laughs> yeah, and I'm his biggest fan, to be honest, because I saw that picture of him with the ponytail. So I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the penalty, Nunu Sense should have done better for sure. Going forward, I don't think he'll be taking penalties. Who should have taken that penalty? One. Uh, and two, I just also want to make it clear. Uh, Nunu Sense had, has had now four penalties uh, in, in his professional career in the first division. Missed three now. Only scored the one at Triwav. I forget who it was against, to be honest. Uh, but anyways, Nunu Sanch, going forward, who should have taken that penalty, really, guys? I would have let Pedro Gonzalez take it, bro. He's fucking on fire right now. Or Sporar. Or Porro. The, the bomb I see. Or Sporar. Sporar would have made sense, too, because that would have hopefully allowed him to gain confidence, given him an opportunity. He's to been taking him in the past. 
He's taking them in the past. Yeah, I would have said we're out of pot. Uh, but, uh, interesting. I guess they let the guy win it, take it. Yeah, penalty kicks are like yeah. are like field yeah. goal kickers in the NFL, man. The second they start missing some, that shit gets in their well, head. Well, now, and, you know, you have to do fun. is Ruben Amundi has to figure out, right, like immediately. Like he, he, this week, he had to figure out who his PK taker is because it's, it's, we're going into knockout. It's clear if, if Jovan's right not on the field that we don't really have a PK kicker. Yeah. That's yeah. what that showed me. That yeah. the fact that Nunesens won the penalty, I don't know. I didn't really see if he argued for the ball or not, but um, that's all that showed me. But, um, but let's talk about before you move on. That PK, yeah, for sure. That PK. What happened the next day with another game, which is uh, was braggableness? Mm-hmm. What happened? Wait, are you talking about the goalie coming off the line? No, the oh, PK. No, no, no. The, the PK was repeated in the braggableness game. Uh, oh, yeah, that's another yeah. rule that's just randomly they decide to enforce it. Sometimes, sometimes not. It can't convey, bro. It can't convey. Fuck. Yeah. The players of, of uh, the, uh, the, the, the Braga team, they, the referee called it, hey, because you guys should have stayed outside the, the box. And when, when you look at both pictures, it's on Twitter, it was the same fucking scenario. The, the, the BK... Of nonsense should have been uh, 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 repeated, like the one from Benfica. Dude, they—I they, don't know how they decide when they're going to do that. It's same with the goalie on the line. It's just like they so random when they decide that they're going to call it. If you make the fucking exception for Benfica against Fernandes, now you need to make it for everybody else. Yep. Why yeah. is getting those calls and we're not getting them? Yeah, you have refs and games hours apart. The same thing. They're each doing different things. It was. Uh, uh, <laughs> Three weeks ago, against Perez, when when they miss a PK and they said repeat otra vez, and then they scored. So I, I still remember that. And Sporting mm-hmm. doesn't get those calls. Why not? Why are we not yeah. getting those calls? Because you, know, you missed it. <laughs> in protecting Luis Godin, saying the goal he disallowed, the cancel against squads was a proper call. Then we are entitled to question the above. Why the fuck did, aren't you talking about the PK not being repeated? The PK against Juan Mario not being called, the the, the yellow card given to 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 uh, Pat, but, but not the family complaint. We're going to question them as well. They have to talk about everything. They can pick and choose whatever they want to talk about. You have to talk about everything, the whole thing. Exactly, and and and, and... carajo, <laughs> and going off. Yeah, no, I get it. I'm saying right after that penalty as well. Of course, the goal saves it. Plot is trying to challenge for the ball. That's so um, so soft. He gets the ball, mind yeah. you. Yeah, he gets the ball. Sort of kicks it to the side. He got a yellow. Uh, for and that, right? that was and they give him a yellow for diving. Oh, Dang. for diving! What the fuck? Oh yeah, Dang. for diving. Go, yeah. go to the first second round of Liga Nost and see the kind of PKs Merega got. People forget, but I, I don't. Go look at the fucking PKs that Porto Marega got. Someone, someone in the VAR booth looked at a replay of that and decided that it was the correct decision. Mm-hmm. No, because yellow cards you can't, you can't. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Steph, oh. the, the oh, one my bad, my bad, my the bad. other guy's foot. Like, Marx, dude, the football Porto communication, he speaks a lot of shit, but I get it because he has to defend Porto. But he only sees blue. That's all he sees. But let me just let me just add that that's the biggest problem in terms of Portuguese football. You have to defend blue, so you spit some nonsense. As as clubs, 
we should be fighting for verdade desportiva because at this point we're fighting for our fucking league. Because if if yeah. we're just gonna be fighting for the clubs, then we can't be complaining if if a ref is shit or if a ref is corrupt or or if one team gets benefited and the other team doesn't. Instead, yeah, like, we, we need a we need a all like especially the big three or big four, big five. Fede, remember Ryan Gold that bullshit goal they rolled out? It's like Ferenc got robbed of three points and like no one even cares, right? They only we only ever talk about the robberies in the big games, but yeah. There are other robberies occurring, certainly. They no just no one gives a shit about them. Exactly. That that's their biggest problem. And then the referees in Portugal, they, they wonder why they get uh, crazy phone calls threatening them of uh, their cars breaking into you know, because there's a lot of friends that, you know, they 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 live sporting Befica and Port, they fucking not so crazy. There's a lot of friends that, you know, they 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 live sporting Befica and Port, they feedback somewhere. Okay. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, anyways, we'll move on from that. Uh, again, bullshit yellow. And, and the only um, annoying thing from that bullshit yellow is it, it's basically what leads to the red. Um, anyways, after that, I just want to quickly mention Paringa with a shot just outside the box, tested the goalkeeper. Paringa was itching for a goal that game. Um, loved it. Loved seeing it from, from Joao. And then the 37th minute, I mean, what a goal from Pot. Guy basically has been putting our team on the back the whole time. Came out of nothing, least, really. Came out of nothing. It was a banger. Of, Left mm-hmm. foot. B5 players, weak foot, exactly. Chef's kiss right under the <laughs> bottom corner. Beautiful. Nothing more to say about that. Uh, 43rd minute. Um, of course, this is Family uh, um, Kong's uh, goal. Coming off a free kick, deserved free kick. And Susang with the header. And then, of course, coming off his line a little too early. I also want to say Sporar and João Mario um, sort of left and Susang like clear for that header. Uh, so I also want to place the blame on them, but then with a big fuck up, I think two big fuck ups this game. Um, I'll, I'll get into that question after actually, when we talk about the second goal, uh, and then in the 45th plus three minutes, what a goal from Poru It has to be said from a free kick, but just before that free kick, uh, as, uh, Christian alluded to earlier, um, a nasty challenge from, uh, Joaquim or Joaquim, uh, on Antunj. Just outside the box. Don't, up. don't come at my boy like that. Fuck that. <laughs> he does get a bit of the ball, but Antunes, I believe, wins it first. Studs up. Guys, he got a yellow for that. Is that a red card? I've seen a red given for so much less in that in Portugal. I've seen the same challenge get a red. I've seen worse than that not get a red. Like, again, totally random. This case... Yeah. I guess I guess the random the randomness right turns the skew in one direction or the then as opposed to the other. So we did not get the benefit of the randomness this time. And I really uh, wish we can we can play the clip too without Sportive <laughs> fucking us over because he basically comes two feet off the ground to make that challenge too. Yeah, which is a big no no. Against yeah. Antunes, yeah. Oh, the challenge. There's been tons of red for a lot less, man. And he got nothing. Look at minute fifty-two. Yeah, that was. Wait, what even, was minute fifty-two? It was against Nunsense on the left wing. Uh, family County defender swept him. Didn't mm. get anything. Look at it. You'll see the the butt the butt uh, yellow card. The first one when they said he faked the PK, he couldn't avoid the contact. He had to fall. 
I mean, the goalie was going like that, and, and he had to. There's nothing else he could have done. That wasn't a yellow. And on top of that, he wasn't even complaining on that. I see no Spartan player nor pot sort of be like, hey, burn out. What the? Nothing of that. Yeah. Whereas, and then again, the double standards, uh, what's his name? Valenzuela. He does the same thing where he's falling in the box. Like, he, he gets clear of a defender, sort of trips on him. He's falling in, or not trips on him, trips on himself, falling in the box, falls on the floor, even complains to the ref, no yellow. That's the double standards that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, because Pot yeah. got a yellow for much less than that. Yeah, and that dope. was in the second half. Standards. Like, the, 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 yeah. every single call that could go. Yeah. Um, but anyways, from that, from that, uh, from that challenge on Antunj, um, it should have been a red. I, I think we all agree on that. Came that goal from Pedro Porru. Uh, I seen tweets like Porra Porru. What a goal! I, listen, I wish, I wish the title of this video. I was actually telling Christian I wanted the title of this video when it was two one up. I was already thinking of it. It was going to be Sporting Club de Pedro, but of course Luis Gooding had to had to steal the show, didn't he? And steal the the two points from us as well. Um, and then just before the second. But not only that, they, they were they were itching to to get rid of our top scorer, and they mission accomplished. Now, yeah, is you know, yeah. Well, that I was great minds. They think alike. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the, that motherfucker, he, he exactly whatever he got paid on the side by home. I don't know because I'm not going to accuse anybody, but that was a good investment because they got. We lost two points. We lost our best player. I don't know if one, for one game, I think, because it's two yellows. Yeah. I think it's only one game, right? Okay. The game on so, Friday. Against Pasquale. And and uh, a, a bunch of our players got yellow cards. So Luis Gooding top notch for somebody. Somebody said, okay. You know? Because that motherfucker, he, he screwed us. Because we all played for Milikan. We won that game. That game is 2-3. But we lost the points. And I think to that the filhos da puta dos benfiquistas e portistas. Nem todos, claro. And I hate that. Exactly. And then just before the, the first, or just after the first half finished, a heated exchange in the, in the tunnel that somehow got Nuno Santos a yellow card for, for, for what? Is really what I'm asking here, too. Uh, obviously, it was the Familia Count players that were sort of in, in, instigating it. I'm not saying Spartan runs a, walks away like clear of that, but Nunu Sanch was long gone from that little kerfuffle that was going on. What does Nunu Sanch get the get the yellow card for? Another bullshit from from Luis Gudingu. Another thing I don't understand from this game. He didn't even touch him. The the camera went back. The same video you saw. They said he didn't even touch him. He got a yellow card for what? For saying for this or caralho. You know how many times that said in the Portuguese game? It said at least a hundred fucking times. Everybody even says, from the refs. Even from the refs, yes, you could you could hear it now with no public. Get on me, on this joga bola, filha da puta. And nobody gets yellow card. But in sense, Luis Godinho was clearly in a mission to screw Sporting because when you wanna um, when when you wanna favor a team. It's not the PKs. It's how how you stop the game and the yellow cards you show. That's how you fuck your game up. It's you stall the game with yellow cards and stopping it many times. And you kill the rhythm of that team 
that was actually a book that came out uh, of a pitorado, how to cheat, you know, against other teams. And one of the referees, he said, well, you know, it's easy. You keep on making up bullshit fouls and you, you, you give them yellow cards and you kill the rhythm of the good team. And Porto won a lot of fucking championships in the 80s and 90s like that. Go back and you'll see. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Um, uh, also, what is this whole thing going on with the tunnel as well? I, I know, is there like an investigation or some shit? Or Spartans asking for videos? There was a mass of bodies. Our boy Verandas was in the mass of bodies. He was like... Posted. <laughs> limply, limply arguing to the like, fourth ref. Like, I don't know what they're investigating. Uh, it's pretty fucking stupid, the whole thing. Yeah. Inside Agreed. the tunnel? Yeah. Inside the tunnel, yeah. Uh, mass of bodies. Yelling at so, each other. Some questions football in the Liga de Vista Calada. Pronto. Trying to get maybe one or two other players suspended if they're lucky. Não é a primeira vez que eu já vejo isto. Not even, and it's not exclusive to the Portuguese league. I, I recall back maybe, I think it was two years ago, Chelsea Tottenham. And, and the kerfuffle that happened there, bro. Like, this isn't, I don't know. Anyways, uh, maybe this is more to the point of uh, that some Sportingistas and other rival fans have on uh, Sporting whining a bit more, but uh, anyways, that's that's one thing there. But I have, um, a, I have a solution. Um, yeah. Build two tunnels. Some no. stadiums have it. Some stadiums do have it. The other team goes to the tunnel. That's how stupid football is becoming because they want to take all the ingredients or all the, the passion away from, the from passion. football. What if a player tells the other one, pocket eye? If he doesn't touch me, if he doesn't do anything, so what? We do that when we go to the fucking park. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm just referring. I'll, I'm just referring re really quick to the game to the to the video we posted uh, on the 46th minute, just before that second half ended. A player also kicked the ball away, didn't receive a yellow for that either. But Pot obviously gets the second yellow for that. Um, we had the on 65th minute the João Mari potential penalty, uh, something that we seen then called against us on our. Of course, it was the under 23s, but very similar. I think. In fact, the under 23s is more shoulder to shoulder than this one was. Uh, João Mari, should he have seen a penalty? I'm I'm saying it might have been soft, don't get me wrong, but seeing as everything that's gone on to this game, that's definitely a penalty. If he goes Mid down and doesn't shoot, right? No foi probably com, a penalty, right? No foi com, foi com o braço. Olha foi o braço. Exactly. And it's towards the back. That's the thing that's like if you're going shoulder to shoulder with a defender, limpo. Going to his back, even with the shoulder, that's a that's a foul anywhere yeah. on the field. Well, I'm saying, where the fuck was the VAR? Yeah. So the yeah. VAR canceled a clean goal against squats, but in, in that play, what where was the VAR taking a, a smoke break, a coffee break? Maybe. Well, you know how the you know how the the Portuguese and the Europeans work, bro. Um, <laughs> this this VAR, I agree. This is not the VAR I was asking for. No, me neither. Not the, the VAR I was asking England for. England and Germany functions well. In Portugal, mm. they, they, they came up with a way to fuck certain clubs, and we are in that bubble. Let's fuck Sporting. Even, even in terms of, like, this offside rule now, if, like, a player cuts his toenails, he... He, he can be onside, you know, like I didn't ask for that sort of VAR, you know, I was asking yeah. for the clear and obvious to be called. 
okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm I'm on board with Chris on that one. Mm. The other guys, I'm okay. I uh anyways. Um and then of course the red card on pot, uh kicking the ball away. As we mentioned, the other guy obviously didn't get a second yellow for that. Um and also Sung was on the floor. I don't know if he needed medical attention or not, but uh the referee clearly didn't give a fuck and he just called that delay of game yellow card so Kimba. Stupid. So stupid. Uh, the 2-2 two, two then. Um, I think it's another mistake on a done. Let me just say, uh, I don't know if you guys recall. His wall just as- is weird, man. Is that, does that guy bend it that much or is the wall misplaced a little? One thing the wall I- definitely looks like it's fucking out of place. 100%. Why is there four players on a wall on that close of a free kick? I've never seen that before. It's yeah. usually at least five players, at least. And they're blocking every angle. One. Two on a done where I think he he's at fault with this. And I don't want to fault the guy because I like Max or not. I, I want to make that clear. I've been, I've liked the guy up until you know, even even now, I still like the guy. One bad game doesn't change anything. But in that in that play in that sequence, I seen him. I don't know if I think he was yelling at Juan Pelinga, telling him to move over more on the other side, and then Pimba. Of course, the goal goes in that side where I guess Juan was trying to cover or whatever. That's why I think uh, Adan is at fault also with that goal. I think both goals he could have done better at. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, now we have Max is probably going to prove himself on both the, the Tasa games. Um, but if 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 he does do well, especially against Pasuj, because of course Mafra is a different test. But of co- uh, especially against uh, Pas Freire, if Max does well, do you guys think he he's going to steal the starting spot afterwards because of a bad performance from Adan? Or do you think um, when we do play in the league next in two weeks, I forget who it's against, we'll see Adan back in in the net? What yeah, do you guys we'll, think? we'll still see Adan. Ferenc next yeah. Saturday. Fares, there you go. Yeah. Not this Saturday, the one after. The next one. Yeah. yeah. So what I, do you think, Chris? I, well, if Max is really, really good, this is what I was thinking about, right? If Max is really, really good, it likely means sporting was really, really bad, right? That means we're getting yeah. peppered against Mafra, and it means the test of the Portugal game isn't good, potentially, because they're he's making a lot of saves. So... Naturally, the Pasquale game is going to be more difficult. They're playing well, and it's for the cup. Like I actually think that's going to be a, a, a tough game on Friday. I agree. The, the Tuesday game, I'm not so much worried about. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll have to see what happens. Um, Sporting hasn't been a team that's conceded so so many goals this season, right? So if, if we concede like three or something in any of these games, it's it's not going to be good for Max. So he basically has a very thin margin of error. And he kind of has to do something extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless Max makes another error again, which that leaves the door open again. But for this r- moment right now, he needs to really do something just to stand out, unfortunately, I think. Yeah. He needs to seize his opportunity. And I think, like I, like I was saying, I think the Postage game is huge because Postage is actually playing really well. They're unlucky, one, to lose against Benfica. Um, uh, unlucky, not even to, to – they could have easily stolen that game. Um, yeah. So I, I don't expect an easy game on Friday. Um, I have to yeah, say that like as well. Like, that's Portugal. Like, that's an important competition. Pasfere is obviously going to try to win. So, yeah. I, and we're not in Europe. So we fucking better fucking, you know, not rest anybody for Tasa Portugal. I really hope not. Minus Plot, of course, uh, because he can't play. Give me some about that. I've been liking him the past two games. He's He's come in. I yeah, he wasn't too bad. He wasn't too bad. I agree. He wasn't too bad, even against Family Count. Um, we talked about the Quatch gold being disallowed, the bullshit. So I won't go into that again. Um, but the Amuring red. 
uh, 15 days, taking him out, like Chris was saying, conveniently taking him out of, of three competitions, of the Tasa Portugal, of the Tasa de Liga, and of the, 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 the Liga. Um, I think um, I'm actually going to steal a quote from Vitor Oliveira. In terms of the Portuguese league, coaches are at the utmost importance. So for them to steal uh, Ruben Amorim for three games uh, is pretty bullshit. Is there any official word as to why Ruben Amorim got a red? Because he said, go fuck yourself. This is a fucking robbery, you fucking thief. So, because <laughs> it, because it's But, I mean, I think that that probably gets said to refs a little, uh, pretty frequently. He just, you know, once again, he happened to be in the mood to give a red this time. So Are, are um, we trying to – like, who are we trying to fool in terms of the Portuguese league? Who are they trying to fool in terms of uh, Sergio Conceição has never said that or in the similar vein? Jorzuz, uh, fuck! I remember Matt Sparkin <laughs> saying that shit. Let alone Benfica. They, 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 they put the Pinta Costa that protects him, and he does a better job than our president. And I hate yeah. to say, it, but that's what's going on. We're not the top dogs in the Portuguese league, as far as controlling uh, what's going on behind the the, the scenes. Pinta Costa Luz Fiera, they do a better job, you know, and uh, we'll suffer because of that. Like we suffered in the game against Pamelikan. But but they do a better job in what? In terms of pressuring the referees or, or in terms of actually doing their job? I want to explain to you uh, at, at the level of corruption, Caralho. Because corruption is <laughs> still going on. It's obvious that corruption is going on. Porto's been playing like shit and, and they've been squeaking some crazy skinny games, <laughs> you know? And all of a sudden, they... they Porto and Benfica, don't forget. Oh, Benfica too, of course. But Porto at the at the beginning of this league has been the most benefited with bullshit PKs, bullshit files, and you know, and it goes on and on and on. And and, and it, it really bothers me that it, this could have been a really exciting league, but then fans, we're not blind and we hate when we see corruption. And what what went on against Sporting at Familicão was clearly 100%. No, I'm, I'm lying. A thousand percent corruption. A thousand. Yeah. Unless, unless, you, unless you are completely 100% beifiquista or 100% ultra-portista, of course you'll never admit it. But when you look at that video that whoever prepared was a really nice pre uh, prepared video, you could see... The, the double standards of that game by Luis Coutinho, you could see that aquilo foi encomendado, aquilo foi cozinhado por quem não sei. But mm -hmm. they, they, he did an extremely good job in mission accomplished. That we lost our best player, we lost our coach for three days, like three games, like you said, and we lost two points. So mission accomplished. Well, the flawless execution. Yeah, this guy should be given a, a golden pintorado. <laughs> <laughs> a literal golden whistle. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and the last thing I'll say about that, Ruben Amorim Red, if words can give you a red card, George Zuz, after this comments today, should never coach again. Jesus Christ, it's so bad. That's so, all I'm saying. He's so out of touch with the He's going on two very time. fucked up, back-to-back, -back unfortunate comments now. Yeah, all I'm that's saying, true. All I'm going to say is I'm glad he's not associating um, our club across Europe or representing our club across Europe uh, like that. So and, have fun and, with that, Benfica, and spreading and the, your brand. 
<laughs> exactly. And the international media is only really picking up on his on his uh, comments on racism today because they didn't pick up on on his um I don't want to say misogynistic, but I guess his like misogynistic tone towards that female reporter uh, that was two just weeks a ago. Dick, dickhead move to man or woman and just to treat exactly. any reporter. Agreed. Like Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. If you're a but, sports journalist, how are you telling them they don't know the sport? You know, yeah, what I mean? it's like your cover that's your job. Um, he's God, bro. He's, he well, fucking knows everything, man. <laughs> so, so men in the United States shouldn't be able to talk about soccer because our females they win everything in soccer. Exactly. So, so Canada uh, too. Dude should be the voice in the U.S. and in the U.S. they shouldn't talk about soccer. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, hundred percent spot on stuff. Um. And then, uh, of course, we'll we'll uh, mention um, the comments after the game from Varane. There's a lot of applause from uh, from from most Spartanistas. I, I have yet to see one Spartanista really talk bad about him um, and about his comments. Um, what did you guys think? There was a few things that I agreed with, uh, like, and I mentioned it earlier on, where where he mentioned that he believed that the um, that the referee at this point was they're now waiting to disallow goals rather than actually analyzing goals. Um, and, and with that, I agree with him. Do you think he defended the club well in those terms? And what he said after the game? He, Nando, I'll pass it off to you. He, It's like I can't get mad at him for saying the shit he said. You know what I'm saying? It just looked like because he's been so poor at defending Spartan and he's been so poor at his comments regarding his time at Spartan that it's almost felt like, uh, I don't know what word to use, but it almost felt like puppet-like, you know what I'm saying? Like like Ruggeri Walls gave him like a like a task list of things to do. Like if we're in first place or if we're doing well and Spartan gets fucked over, here's the shit you've got to say. So like, yeah, I mean, even him going down there is like a political thing. They're like, oh, go, go down there for a photo shoot, man. And he goes down yeah, there, his awkward yeah. selfie, stand there in the tunnel like, it felt so. What are you going to get done dangerous. down there, bro? <laughs> it felt forced. It felt fake. It felt. Um, I don't know. It just didn't feel I, I natural. Feel like, I feel like exactly how you feel, where it's like he's saying the right things, right? He's got to say it, but it's just yeah. like. So, from the perspective of yeah, from the perspective of like checkboxing the shit you're supposed to say as the president mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the club that just got fucked over. Good job, but I'm this. You fucking did it. You nailed the one fucking job. Fucking. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think, you know, I'm going to, I think completely different actually, because I think the man, and, and I, somebody's got the, let me mute mine just in case. Uh, no, it's not yours. Maybe it was. Um, I think he's trying and he's better than before. I'd rather him say something than not say anything. Because in the past, he's been really quiet, not saying shit. So now he's defending the club. And when I when I saw him speaking, you could see that he was upset. He was legit. He, he didn't do it for unselfish reasons or for himself. He was actually defending the club. Uh, what Venetta's done better lately is not speak at all, not give speeches, let somebody handle it. But when he has to intervene when we're getting robbed against Pintecosa, he's done it, and he was suspended. And he did it again against Family Count. So I applaud him for that. Bravo. Uh, you know, I don't like him. I think he sucks as a president. But I'm I'm going to call it the way it is this time. I think he did actually okay. And, uh, uh, he, he, you know, and I think it was legit. Um, I don't think he went there to, for, you know, 
for his image. Because you could see when you looked at him, he was nervoso. He was shaking. Yeah. And, and he was really concerned. So I respect him for that. I mean, he's a married man with kids. You know, I, I have, uh, you know, a soft spot for that too, as we all should, should of course. But Verandas has done better, uh, you know. And we stuck with him until 2022. Let's forget about this fucking yeah. silly games of we're going to kick him out because it's not going to happen. It's just not yeah. going to happen. So he's going to stay until until March 2022, and then we'll have a chance to vote. Uh, but, you know, in, in that game, I think he did great, actually, defending the club. And afterwards, Sporting, uh, the, the judicial system of Sporting, also, uh, they doing what they're supposed to do. To defend the club, um, and, and and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna side more with Steph too. The only thing I I'm with you two, where in terms of I hate the way he talks, but at this point I it's just who he is. Like, he stutters he is. like okay, it's what he is. whatever, fuck it. But he did well. I think he said the right things. Like I can't the the one time he's just he's a coward on how he defends but the thing is, and I hate it. But does he actually? I'm with, like he did well. The thing is, it's like. Yes, he's saying the right things right now, but it's like, does he actually want to get to the bottom of it, right? Does he actually, like, want to solve the problems? Or is he just saying well, he's fighting for it now? Because it's like the 2015-16. It's like, yeah. if you actually want to get to the bottom of, like, actually doing serious things, it's like you, you, there's steps that you have to take, and he hasn't actually taken those steps. He just comes out in the moment and says the right things, which, like, I agree. Like, I, he is saying the right things, and it's just like, Sporting got robbed. It's like that kind of passionate speech I gave. He gave right right after the game, right when he, he was down there. I guess like, yeah, it's pretty good, right? And you know what? Like, it's I guess it it shouldn't be difficult for you to do that, right? If you care about the club, right? The president, like, we got robbed. Like, how are you feeling the moment? I wouldn't expect him to be happy, right? So that's good, right? But it's just like I feel like he doesn't actually want to. He doesn't have the cojones to actually take on the actual greater problems here. So it's just kind of tinkering on the surface level. And yes, maybe we won't get Luis Godinho nominated anymore, but we'll just get fucking shitty Ricosta nominated. It's not like that's better, you know? Yeah. It's shitty in a different way. Yeah. So. But that's, but that's a, the, the, the problem in Portugal is called a lack of evolution. And, and, and the way they protect the, the referees, it's disgusting. You know why shouldn't a referee, a referee being able be, be able to explain himself at the end of the game? That's why what not? I'm saying. The same way, the same way coaches have press conferences and flash interviews, referees should do the same. Agree. It, it, it happens with rugby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, put, them on the, put them on the spot. When there's that's, a, that's a good idea. When there's a decision in the NFL, what happens? What happens? Tell me. Well, I mean, they they explain it, I guess, right on the uh, mic. A speakerphone, yeah. everyone hears it. Why he made yeah. that decision, and bang, everybody knows. In Portugal, you look at the referee the wrong way, you might get a yellow card. Literally, yeah. Literally, yeah, it depends Coutinho. on his mood at the time. Luis Coutinho is one of those fucking referees. He walks, he walks on the pitch with his nose like this, and don't you dare look at me because I'll give you a yellow mm -hmm. card. Okay, you know, and he walks around like that. But why? Why is he allowed to be so obnoxious? Why are Portuguese referees 
thinking that they can do whatever they want on the pitch, even make a mistake and, and not even go back and correct it. Because, you know, the PK on Joe Mario, the least he should have done was, but that I blame on the VAR, is, is why didn't they check that, you know? That's when people think, oh, there's, there's something something extra going on, you know? And I yeah. think in that game for incumidado and cozinado. Somebody paid Luis Goudinho to, 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 to make sure we lost points and make sure we lost our, our best player because the first yellow yellow card to Barton was bullshit. He couldn't avoid the contact with the goalie from Family Count unless he stepped on him. See, I don't even know stuff. I don't even know if necessarily in this. I mean, in this particular instance, maybe there was like a direct fucking cash payment, fucking old school mob style. Someone think, comes in and hands him in a briefcase. But at the same time, I think it's just the culture, right? It's like yeah. he knows that in the long run, if he does this, it's better for him. It's better for his career. It's better for his future prospects. Like doing this, fucking over sporting. Right? We checked off the boxes. Best player suspended. Coach suspended. coach suspended, like points lost, like Gone. PK denied, like a gold ruled out, like he did it all. Like that's gonna pay off down the line. If it doesn't pay off tomorrow, it'll pay off in four months. Like, and he knows that it will. That's why he did it, right? The Paul has got a good point. Make them pay penalties as well. The club pays penalties for fans when they misbehave, and sometimes the fans, this just because they're wearing the sporting jersey, we just got. A fine for a a beach soccer game from 2016 because a fan went into the beach the 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 pitch and slapped at the referee. Yeah, just because he was wearing the sporting jersey. But why is the club responsible for that? I don't get it. Seriously, I mean, yeah. I I have a sporting jersey. If I go watch a soccer game, uh, you know, and I punch a referee, why is sporting Away, away. Why is Sporting playing for the fine? Shouldn't it be the home team then? Because they're in charge of security. Mm. Am, am I right? But yeah. it shouldn't be the club getting those heavy fines. Anyway, I'm going a, a little bit off, off topic. But Luis Goudin, I don't know if I told you guys. Body pocket eyes. I don't think you said that yet, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chris. Verandas isn't lacking cojones. He's lacking ish cojones. That's right. He's lacking. Full circle. I think he's lacking both. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul said they should pay for the penalties with the referees. That's a good point because they would think twice before making a fucking mistake. Or even I think I think the the interview after the game, or, or at least some comments after the game, they they escape scot free all of their decisions. It's bullshit. They, they should, should be, be able to. They should have to explain themselves at least. They should review how they train the referees. So the human aspect and how to talk and communicate with players, because you shouldn't be you shouldn't be giving yellow cards just because they're looking at you the wrong way. This and that. You should have a dialogue. We need a complete revolution in the way referees just go about their business in Portugal, period. I mean, at the end of the day, we can all agree, everybody watching this podcast can agree that when we watch Champions League soccer, when we watch international soccer, we watch soccer from other countries, and we see how poorly uh, our referees handle foul-to-foul -foul situations and the lack of uh, it's just bad from the get-go. Whether refs are doing shit intentionally because of corruption or whether or not 
it's horrible. The referees in soccer in Portugal are just disgusting. They're bad. They kill flow. They kill momentum. They, they don't let players be creative. Everything about it is bad. And that's a lot of the reason why our league in general is so behind so many other leagues in the world and how their soccer has evolved. So, I mean, from the get-go, Portugal just needs a complete just overhaul of how the fuck referees go about doing their job. And then on top of that, we have the corruption bullshit that we always have to deal with consistently in Portugal. As if the fact that they just suck at their job in general isn't enough, then they also have to be fucking corrupt. So it's fucking annoying, man. You look you look at, at the Premier League, and they, they stop the game maybe a handful of times. In Portugal, it's triple the amount. And then they want to conquer fans from other countries to watch the Portuguese league. That's never going to happen. When you have the referees constantly go, prip, 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 prip. That, the, the, the direct kick from Family Count when they scored the second goal, was that a foul? In England, it would have never been a foul. It would have never been called a foul. But in Portugal, you dive, it's a foul. Well, look at the defenders in Portugal. They feel a little bit of pressure against the corner. They dive, they call a foul. Yeah. I'm a merda. And not only I'm a merda. Portuguese league. I only follow the Portuguese yeah. league because of my sporting because I love sporting. Because if it wasn't. It, you know, and that, and that comment right exactly. there is so Me true, Steph. That comment is so true. Uh, the fact that we can all probably agree to that. I will never, and I can't remember the last fucking time that I ever just out of boredom watched fucking soccer in Portugal, Snowed the Sporting. Or maybe Porto Benfica because, again, it influences Sporting. And that says a lot. And that says a lot to why our league is so bad. But we've all can sit here and agree to moments where we watch the Premier, La Liga, Serie A, whatever, even the MLS, whatever the fuck it is, because it's more enjoyable. It's better skilled players. It's just better overall experience. And then, yeah, like you just said, the fact that Portugal's sitting there scratching their heads trying to figure out why the fuck we can't even put fucking half a stadium filled to watch even like the main teams in Portugal play, let alone these shit teams that fight for relegation who get like meio povo lá do caralho do fucking town, não sei onde. Oh, yeah, don't say yeah. anything. You might insult them. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say mine in Portugal, but then I was like, fuck it. They don't even have a soccer field. <laughs> so the, the European Union, it's, it's, it's like the U.S. Basically, they all together. Okay. So come up with a European uh, referee association. So a, a few Portuguese, a few Spanish, a few French, a few Italian. Mix and match. And then... Have international with no loyalty to clubs. One of our fans just said that on the chat. Uh, who was it? Mm. Uh, um, uh, Yano, I'll put, bring it up now. Yeah. So, and he's got a good point. I agree with him 100%. I've been that, asking for foreign refs. Been asking. Before no loyalty to domestic clubs. And it's right on point. I agree with him 100%. Because these referees, I think they still corrupted. Uh, because Luis Gudins, there's no fucking way he's corrupted. With the, the, the amount of mistakes he made against us, after I watched that video, sometimes we don't take our time to watch the whole game and pause and look at certain plays. But that video was spot on, spot on with every play he emphasized. I was like, and I sent that video to a couple of Ifikis and Sportingistas, and they were kind of quiet. They were like, they didn't say anything back. So if they didn't say anything back to me, it's because they agree with it. Because usually if they don't agree, yeah, Patu is part of them. Yeah. 
Caralho. They say quiet. You know, I'm like, okay. So they agree with me. Yeah. And, and last thing I want to talk about in terms of the refs is... Um, Vão todos para o caralho, sinceramente. Sim, sim, sim. Tudo certo. But also, in terms of, like, VAR, I mean, we've been asking for this since VAR's come into place and all the bullshit's been happening. I don't know why they're they're, they're shy to release the, the, the audio between the two referees and VAR. If, if it's because they're swearing, oh, senhor, oh, Maria. Censor the full of this and the caralhos in there, bro. Release the fucking audio. Não tem aqui dinheiro, mas estão gajos a falar, oh, opa, espera aí, olha, parece que é penalti, chega um gajo a dar uma nota de 50, epa, não, olha, vi outro ângulo, já não é penalti. Vem outro gajo aqui do lado direito, está-lhe uma nota de 50, olha, é penalti, é que vai. It's like an auction, bro. My brother used to work at an auction, bro. Hey, It's like did, releasing did, um, the fucking audio there, bro. What does George Jesus say in that infamous uh, clip of Sporting? Olha, que eu te conheço, eu sei de muita coisa, bro. Stop, yeah. stop. But that's what I'm saying, but bro, it's 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 more than obvious why you know what they say to each other isn't isn't divulged to the public. I know that's a cute man. There it is, bro. I gotta make sure I got my fucking fair share, bro. let's just quickly move on to uh last thing before signing off. Um, just the news today of the uh, AG being uh, rejeitado um, after uh, signatures asking for uh, for um, uh, a general assembly, uh, mainly on the um, the um, what's the word I'm looking for readmission, I guess, as uh, of Bruno Carvalho as socio. Um, my only thing uh, that I want to say to this, uh, the same way that Sporting and Well are, are going about, vão uh, um, vamos todos. Sim, sim, certo. Rejeita um, um, rejeitem todos. That's how I feel in terms of this. Uh, man was yeah, uh, that's alleviated of all I, causes. I don't mean to interrupt you, Danny, but they oh, really, okay. they really just as a, as a, I mean, it's smart. I, I don't blame them. They really seized on this moment. Luis Godinho is the one that united Sporting, not yeah. Verandas and this, where we awesome. all go. I will fucking get behind. Ruben Amorim, and I'll follow him where he goes. But let's let's not lose sight here of the overall, the overall, the climate, the moment, right? Luis Godinho united us. It all united all of us, and 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 this team, this team united us. Not yeah. anything that Amor he did. Amorim has done more to unite and this think, team than Verandas ever has since his I, slogan came out. And I'm not gonna I'm lie, gonna I think the slogan is kind of a way to just kind of like redirect this energy into like supporting them basically right so um i would just advise people not to get tricked that's all don't yeah. don't let these like it's not even people getting tricked it's people sporting uses in general i feel like have they're having know, their this, support misdirected without yeah. like nefariously kind of mm -hmm. yeah sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there no no no, no, no. That's that's, what I was trying to think. yeah How about you, Steph? Anything to add on that? On, on the AG being rejected? Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, because, uh, you know, our president, Bruno Carvalho, he, 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 it's been proven he's not guilty uh, with cash ball, with uh, attack 
uh, that could mean. So, um, but in this, in this aspect, I just defended him a little while ago, but in this specific topic, he's a liar because he said it out loud, there's, there's, it's recorded, that if Brunkerweil was not guilty, he would accept him back as a socio. And he doesn't have to accept him, accept him back if he doesn't want to, but by law and by common sense, really, it's, it's really more common sense, he should just say, we have to take him back. Because he was found not guilty. I mean, that's a way that you need a Sporting, right? But he doesn't want to because he's, he's <laughs> fearful that Sporting's current moments in first place under Verandas, you know, and, and everything that can come from the Bruno fans if he were to come back, and fearful, I'm sure, I'm 100% positive that he's worried of another revolution, another rally, another preparing for 2022. But he shouldn't be afraid of that. He shouldn't, but, but he's weak-minded. But and, tell, and he's very sensitive. What he realizes if he's a man of his word, because he's not being a man of his word, he, he hasn't since he was elected. 2000, 2000, what was it? 18, when he won the elections? Was it 2018? Yeah. He should go back to the yeah, table. Yeah. You would take from Carvalho back if he was found innocent. And he is I mean, innocent. I'll take him back. You got it. You got it. You got it. A palavra é donra. A palavra é donra. That's it. The man is not guilty. And that's the end of it. So stop with the fucking bullshit games. We're never going to forget about it. I'm not a Brunista. I'm a Sportingista. And I see it the exactly. way it is. The, the way it is, is Brun Carvalho was found not guilty. So take him back. Stop with the fucking bullshit. Because you're a liar. Not He's a liar. I, I, I call him a liar because it's on tape. He said he would take him back. So and, and, and the Ajit isn't even asking to take him back as a president or have anything to do with the club. It's just to have him back as a sausage so he can pay the club. And, and, and more so on top of that, let me just add. Um, one, you're right. This is to unite the fans more than anything because the Brunistas and, and the Verandistas, whatever you want to call them, will then still be on the same fucking – they'll support the, the, the team, one. And then, uh, uh, fuck, what was my main point to this shit? Uh, just shot a blank. Uh, for this, oh, yeah, stop smoking <laughs> weed, bro. What was I saying? <laughs> oh, carajo. Basically, I'm gonna say something good to this. The uh, the problem, <laughs> the problem, anyways, take over, bro. It'll yeah, come to me when I get it. For oh, this, I had it in my head, bro. The problem, the problem that I see is that like, basically they just. They basically oh. like. Oh, go ahead, Danny. Yeah. Sorry, all I'm gonna say too. If they're confident, yes. if if Verandas is confident enough that the league is theirs this year, Verandas has to win at least one league, and basically, I think he'll cement himself as a top candidate for his next election. Just Fuck one league against Bruno Carvalho against for this. bro. Peruteu can come from the dead. dead if he wins one league, one I'm league pretty sure Verandas will they're, probably they're win the next election. Presidency again. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and think, not to mention, he he talks a lot about that his first season and how he won the Tasa Liga, Tasa Portugal, uh, and oh, the Sporting Ishtas were all in love. Imagine we win a league, especially with and this team. I, I'll be the first one to say it, I, and I'm so hesitant to say it. We have a decent shot this year because we have a really great team. We don't have a lot of games in terms of Europe, and we've seen Champions League now the past what back to back three weeks now. 
Like it's not like we're 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 disgusted in terms of our, our of our players. We have a great manager. Ruben Amorim has shut me up. Maybe the price tag is a little high. He shut me up. We have a good chance to win the league this year. Verandas has very little to worry about in right now in terms of Bruno Carvalho and and running against them. At least right now, like you were saying, stuff. Verandas is only gonna. We're only gonna get another election in 2022. We can try with all these signatures. We can try our best. It's not gonna happen. Well, this is unless another alpha shit happens. It's not gonna happen. This is the problem, Danny. Who is the the person? That, it's like auditing your investigation of ourselves. Hmm. Oh, we've determined we didn't do anything wrong, right? That's what always happens, right? We're asking them to 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 evaluate their performance, and then and then they are the ones deciding if their performance is warranting getting basically getting fired or not. And what do you think that they're yeah. going to say? They're going to say no. But the problem is yeah. they don't get to decide if they get we fired do. or not. We get to decide if they get fired right. or not. And that is the entire problem with the situation we're at right now because yeah. they've just set a president that they can do whatever the fuck they want and exactly. uh, and Saucius don't can't do anything. So. And since and since Bruno Carvalho's dismissal, sorry stuff, I'll pass it right off to you. Since Bruno Carvalho's dismissal, they've shown that they don't give a fuck about this. They don't you give a fuck about signatures, they don't give a fuck about anything. You know it's whatever so they true. want goes. Punt final are only there to to pagar cotas and that's it. And that's all you still have. Uh, think about the American uh, 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 government. So we have the president, vice president, the Senate, and the House. And the thing that every American is afraid of is if the Democrats, they, they win it all. If they win it all, they could do a lot of things, which could be good or could be bad, depending if you all the way to the left, all the way to the right. So sporting is like that. The president and Mr. Uh, Assemblea, they all together. They all agree with everything. They all help each other. So why the fuck would they fuck each other? What, what, what I find I mean, interesting exactly. is, is I remember so, when Bruno Carvalho was president. I and, and Danny and Chris, we could, we could come up with four million signatures. They'll find a way to fuck it up and say, well, this signature looks fake, just like the elections in the U.S. Um, it, you know, and, and that's why the Assemblée Générale Courgette Walsh, because he's the true president of Sporting, it's not Verandas. Let's let's get it out there. We all mm -hmm. know that. Mm -hmm. he, he controls it, and it's, it, it's never going to happen. The only way to kick out Verandas out of power will be in March 2022, when he goes for re-elections. That's when us Sportingistas will have a chance to kick him out. And then... I don't think even if he wins a championship, that will save him. Because uh, enough people, you could see the modalidades going a little bit south now. We just lost two competitions. We added two competitions, which I'll talk about it later, international competitions. So, you know, it's – it's Sporting is not only soccer, and I think he forgets about that. It's a, it's a whole picture of a lot of fucking teams, and he has to be careful with that. And uh, – and Brunkerwald should be accepted back, not today, not tomorrow. It should have been done yesterday. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. 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 We'll just give him two years of peace until March 2022. 
most people would just let it die. It would say, okay, you know what? He did the proper thing. But I don't think it's only him. I think it's a lot of croquettes and they pressuring him. No, no, faças isso, não sejas burro, não aceites o gajo para trás, pá. Não podes aceitar o gajo para trás, que vai ser um desastre. But it wouldn't be because he would be just a sausage Portugal. But they afraid he might win the elections in March 2022. But why would you be afraid if you think, you know, you're doing such a great job? Especially with a good moment right now, they're just falling back on that. Just riding out, being in first and the team playing well. And, and I think they're also underestimating on how many people, how many Sportingistas and, and, and saucy Sportingistas still don't like Bruno Carvalho or still don't align with him anymore, you know? And how many, how many people he lost in that last little year that he had at Sporting. Um, of course, he has like a, a large support. I'm not saying he doesn't. Uh, but I think they're underestimating on also how many people, um, yeah, like I said, no longer align with his, with his vision and stuff. Um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna support Sporting. It could be Varandas, it could final. be o Daniel Saldanha, pode ser quem quiser. Eu vou sempre suportar o meu Sporting. That's yeah. so everyone is clear. But do I support Varandas? No, do I respect him because he's the president? Yes, I do, but I don't like him. I think he's a weak, the weakest link in our club. Like that uh, Sporting chant goes, Toma cagar quem é o president, o treinador ou a direção. Dale, dale, meu amor. Anyways. Nando, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything, anything else to add before I pass it off to Steph in terms of modalidade? Bro, I was just going to say that I remember when Bruno Carvalho was president, how many times Bruno Carvalho would go to the Saucius would put his fucking beliefs on the line, would put his fucking pride on the line, would put everything that his administration was doing, had done, or was going to do on the line, and would ask them for a vote of confidence. And people used to laugh at him. People would say shit like, Opa, this guy's own dictator, blah, 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 blah. But he had the balls and the courage to literally go to the fans and say, you decide my future. Exactly. You decide what the fuck we do, what we are doing, what we're going to do, and what we did. You judge it. And it's because of that. Do, and people need to realize that, if I'm not mistaken, the Assemblée Générale that led or followed the, the, the shit of uh, Al-Kushit, he called it. He fucking said, let's fucking talk about it. Let's have it. Let's discuss it. And we did. And he was voted out, but he fucking did it. And the fact that Verandas can't ever fucking allow the fans, the saucers, when we ask them to fucking voice their concerns and their beliefs on what Sporting is currently going through or has gone through or will go through, we can't have that. We can't have that discussion because a punk-ass Rogério Wals is the fucking dictator in this bitch. Like, remember that. Brun Carvalho never ever shied away from letting the fans dictate and determine Sporting's future. Exactly. Uh, and at most, and at best, he was always fighting for uh, Sporting to be of the sausage. He so, not once, he would always tell fans, he would always say, if you don't want me at fucking president, you guys don't want me at president. He would say this shit all the time because I remember my dad once saying to me, and I'd say, nah, bro, because we decide. This isn't about whether or not he's going to fuck himself over or not. If he feels like the fans need a voice and, this, and, and have a right to have a voice, Veranda should do the same. 
but he's scared. He's fearful. He's worried because he knows he doesn't have the majority. What he does have is the majority of fucking old farts who have the fucking most votes as Spartan. That's what he yeah. fucking has. It's yeah. me because the last time they had on National, they cursed him out, and then his his action plan was uh, to kick out the, the sausage, kick them out of the club. That was his action plan. Who cursed at me? Was that guy? Get his name. I want him out of the club. He shouldn't be associated to the Sporting Club Portugal. That was it. So, so you, if 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 you can Porto did the same thing, they would be without fans because they everyone curses when we losing. You know, so it, it's just a normal reaction at the time. It doesn't mean that we really mean it. But anyway, so it's getting late. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, exactly. Steph, uh, quickly, let's do our Mudalidad before going on to Pas Ferreira. Okay, Mafra. So I won't take too long. So, uh, handball, sporting uh, for the uh, Portuguese league, we went to Ustil, uh, Ubulnens, and we won uh, 33 to 20 away. Um, Uh, we just spoke about Campeonato Portugal, the B team. We tied uh, away, uh, so against Rab do Peixe. That's actually a club, Zero Zero. Um, that's one of the best clubs in our series. So they're pretty good. They're in third place, we're in second place. Uh, under twenty three, Liga Revolução. We lost against Ubolense Sad two one. Uh, so that's that's not a good result because we we just lost against Benfica recently. Futsal, uh, we we spanked Bolnens eight uh, one. We dominated the entire game, easy game. Uh, our ladies lost against uh, Sportes with Benfica six two. Uh, they have a better team, so it's not surprising. Uh, okay, Patins, uh, we tied against the Saint Juanes. Uh, three three. It's it's that's that's one of the better good teams in the, in the Okem Patins league. So it's not a surprising results for the ones who follow Okem Patins. Uh, volleyball. Uh, our guys went to. We won against Castel Maya at home three nil. Then <clears throat> that's that, that, that. Then volleyball the. In the in the international competitions in the round of 16th, we lost against UK Live Pra 3-1. So we out of the competition because it's only one game due to COVID-19. Uh, in the handball, uh, we lost against uh, uh, Nim uh, Nim 27-24 uh, away. Uh, so we kind of in bad shape, uh, but we still could make make it. This is the group stage. And the the, the 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 top four teams will advance, so we still could make it, but we have to win the next games. Uh, futsal, the Champions League for 2020-2021, uh, the results came out, and uh, we will play against a Danish team from Denmark, JB Futsal, Guntingfok. Mm. On the business. <laughs> 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 and hey, I've. Let me let me just say I've been to Amsterdam. They love to fuck over there. Let me just tell you. Oh, <laughs> I like this track. Woo, take it you. So if we win, we move we move to uh, the 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 rounds of uh, 
the eight, eight best clubs in the in the competition. Uh, soccer, the B team, uh, we won uh, yesterday against uh, Sporting Club Ideal, one nothing, and goal scored by Pedro Marques. Yeah, so, that, was the, that was today, right? That yeah. Uh, Rafael, Camacho, Rafael Camacho got the start. He also got subbed off in the 70th minute. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know how he played, but that's oh, that for those. Well, yes, those who are wondering. He hasn't played and a lot, yeah. At least uh, our OK Patins for the <laughs> I think that's, that's in Portugal. I don't know why they renamed it. They won away against St. Juanes 5-3, and they moved on to the semifinals. That's it. Oh, I, I heard Netherlands. I didn't hear Denmark. My bad. I'm stupid. I'm <laughs> I heard Netherlands. Oops. I'm sure they read this trick. I went fucking Denmark. <laughs> Anyways, just quick little preview. I'm actually a little pissed. I finally get a, a – sorry, what stuff? Nando, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, – I finally get a little nine to five Monday to Friday, and of course, Sporting out of all competitions, but decide to play on a Friday, which is fucking bullshit. Mm. But anyway, it's at the late start, right? I know Good. it's bullshit. Yeah. Four fifteen Eastern Standard Time on Friday, a late one for you Portuguese and you Europeans. Anyways, Sporting is it Sporting Pastures or Pastures Sporting? I, I believe it's that. Sporting Pastures, right? Yeah, yeah. Sporting Pastures. Já tá avalado. Yeah. Tough game. Pasuj have been on a great run of form uh, in the league. They are uh, currently, give me one second, I believe seven, sixth, sixth place um, with 14 points. Uh, they're doing well. Uh, I don't know who and if much. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have, but uh, many player, people on the uh, comments watched the uh, Benfica game that they just had. Played a really great game, like I said earlier. Unlucky to not get the... Um, to not get at least a draw out of that game. They could have easily stolen all three points. It's okay. Bifika scored in the last play of the game, but you guess what? Their goal wasn't canceled. Yeah. For yeah this they kept, didn't really see what they were looking for. Puta de sorte que da puta I'm okay with that. Bifika marcou no último segundo. I'm okay with that. But their goal wasn't canceled. Yeah. Our goal was canceled. We scored at the last fucking minute here, but our goal was canceled. And that's what bothers me. Why is Bifika important getting away with shit? And and when we score the clean goal, they take it away from us. Oh, I didn't exactly. say it yet. I forgot to tell you guys at the beginning of the podcast. Luis Gudin Poli Pokerad. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you felt that way. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways, Pas Ferreira, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, but. Um, I think the boys will rally together. I, I, I currently love this this group. I don't know who's going to start for, for Pot's place. I think maybe Jovan will, will come in on that wing with Nuno Sanchez. Midfield will sort of stay the same. Jovan is, is out. Oh, he's still out? Yeah. What is? Does he have COVID? Or is he just nah, injured? He's just ah. injured. Oh, injured. Fuck. Today. So maybe then, maybe Tabata then. I don't know. But anyways, um, I'm going to personally go with a 2-1 win. It's going to be tough, but I think we'll win. Um, what about you guys? I would say Bragança. I would put a good shout. And João Mario, even up top, like on the right, I wouldn't mind that either. You're not, not about shout. Yeah, let's let's talk about the lineup. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. 
Yeah, um, I'm interested to see if Eduard Kuresmo will come back. The filha da puta fucking shaved his head off. Guy looks fucking sharp <laughs> as shit. Skinhead, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. It will be interesting to see if he comes back for the Taça Portugal. Uh, I don't think he will. I think I, I honestly think the lineup will stay the same. Yeah, I uh, don't think you can. I think Nuno Menge might be back. That might be the only thing instead of Antunes. He's back. And then, um, yeah, I actually, Steph, I'm actually going to take that back. I'm going to agree with you. I think Braganza will come in for plot, and uh, it'll be a, a front three of uh, João Mario, Nuno Sanch, and uh, you know what? Tiak Tumaj, because Sporar was kind of quiet last game. Nah, bro. I feel like you can't you can't mess with what's working right now. So, like, Sporting doesn't have a lot of – we have no international competitions. We're trying to get wins in at all costs and keep that flow rolling. That's my opinion on it. I think you keep everybody who's healthy and everybody who's been playing, you let them keep playing, and um, you let them stay in rhythm, just replace the ones that are hurt. Uh, but I got some makes sense. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the Akumash came in, but I, if he does that, then that just shows that once again, Ruben is constantly flip flopping back and forth and can't figure out uh, what he wants to do with those striker situations. I think he's sticking with Sport out of top, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if he did. To be fair, I'm fine. So, with that. Okay, so so goalie, Maxi, Max. Max. Okay, do uh, lado direito, Porro. Five. Fidal Kwachnet. Hmm. I, I would prefer. Uh, I don't think so. Anasio or Borja, or mm -hmm. I think I think you keep Kawats and you rotate the other two. I don't I'm, know. I think I think Tasa Portugal still is so important for us. We don't do that. It's 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 an important game. It's not the Liga. Tasa the Liga. It's Tasa. Yeah. Do the rotation. And we also, we, we didn't even do that against um, Sakavanis. Yeah. You know, I think like, I don't, I don't think that's doing that against Boston. I'm not asking our lineup. I'm asking what we think. Ruben and Mourinho. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 Me personally. I, I think. Sorry, Gustav. Fidal, Quach, Neto, Nunmen. I agree. Same. Agree? Same. I think the rotation, if there is rotation that will happen, it will be against Mafra for the Tasa de Liga. Because yeah. fuck the Tasa de the Liga at this point. Felipe, Bregansa. Yeah, I agree. Nonsense. Yeah, we have to. Sporad. Yeah, I, we, I, we miss I think Tiag Tumaj. I think Tiag Tumaj will get in instead of Sporad, and then João Mario. O João Mario is that? Or or even I wouldn't even because João Mario was kind of quiet against Family Kong. I wouldn't be surprised if we had Nonsense, Sporad, and Tiag Tumaj like we had in the. Uh, in preseason and even in the start of the season, Tiago Tomas sort of on the right, and then even if not Braganza, it might even be João João Mario and uh, João Pedinha. The only it's another the possibility. Only, I would start Sporad is because he brings depth. When we play yeah. with the strike, he drags the defenders and he brings depth. And Tomas with Tiago Tomas is not really a striker; he's more of a false nine. He's speedy too. He's quick. He runs after balls. He I'm not trying to compare him to, to Lietzen, but he reminds me a bit of Lietzen on how he'll go after everything. And he has that speed. And he ha like he, he has a decent shot on him. He has a decent finish on him. I uh, think I, I like Tiak too much. I'm gonna be honest. Mario nonsense later into the game. That's what I yeah. think. Yeah. Anyways, do you guys think we'll win? Scores? I'm saying two one. Uh, uh Sufi yeah. two one. 
Two one as well. That's a good one. I think that they will. They will. They they'll come to play. So we'll have to be. I think we'll have to be pretty good to win. Oh, yeah. I thought he left like he was all depressed and he left. <laughs> nah, <man. laughs> I'm not gonna be that negative going into this game. Two to oh. one. I agree. Two to one. Steph, are we um, unanimous? Um, no, I'll say uh, three one. Three one. Like it. All yeah. right. And with that. That'll be all. Jordan Bentoncourt saying two nothing in the chat. Uh, Kyle, Fer- Kyle, our boy Kyle Ferreira saying uh, front three of Tabata. Uh, oh, where did it go? Sporad and Sant. I don't, I don't hate mind that. that. I don't yeah, hate I like, that either. I like that. And then he's saying Sporting three nothing. Four. That's Sant two goals. Tabata one. I wouldn't mind that. Anyways. Yeah, but he gives me Hey. Uh, Guys, uh, uh, did I tell you? Wait, no, I don't <laughs> think you did. I don't think you did, bro. Luis Gudin, Oh, that's. I don't think you said that, bro. That's right. That's, agree, what should, that's what we should name this podcast. Hey, Luis Gudin. That's number eighty-eight, Luis Gudin It's actually called uh, the Luis Gudin heist. Yeah, that'll work. I hope you. I hope you like it. I was trying to be creative. That'll work. <laughs> Yano saying Sporting 3-1. Anyway, special mention to everybody in the chat right now. Appreciate you guys as always. Shout out to Yano, Kyle Ferreira, Jordan Bentoncourt, um, uh, Clark Kent Jeans, bro, my guy all the way from Toronto. Shout out to you. (laughs) Uh, Paul Costa, of course. We had my boy, uh, George Perigozu, my boy I went to school with him. Befikista, good guy, though, good guy. Huh? We also had Lauren Jenks, Katana's Chip on Twitter. Shout out to Lauren. We had our boy from Down Under, George, uh, Jose Costa George. Uh, we had Saik. Um, and then, of course, Mundung Leon. Um, hashtag um, <clears throat> Fonseca out on Football Manager. Uh, we had uh, Michael Consolio. Uh, we had your boy Daniel Baldwin as always. He, he's slowly becoming my uh, our favorite uh, our favorite non-Sportingista fan. I'm not, I'm gonna be honest with you. Every it's, podcast, he told me Sportingista now. He's like, hey, yo, bro, I follow your game and you guys won. That's good because now I'm a Sportingista. <laughs> <laughs> he awesome, an MU fan, so. Nah. So he likes Bruno Fernandes, bro. It's good. It's he's born in Texas. I don't uh, I don't really know how much he's dedicated, but he, he does follow. He tells me. Sick, sick. Yeah. Shout out to Daniel uh, Baldwin, bro. Great first name. Let me just tell you that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, guys, follow us on Twitter at Sporting One Sixty underscore en on Instagram Sporting One Sixty en Facebook Sporting One Sixty en YouTube Sporting One Sixty en like we said last week, OnlyFans, Sporting 160N, LinkedIn, Sporting 160N. Follow us all over. Spreadshirt, Sporting 160N. We might have some shit still there. Um, until next time, next time we'll actually have two games to talk about. It'll be a, That's a long time coming. I haven't had two games to talk about in a while. Uh, it's going to be nice. But anyways, sayonara. Viva Sporting. And uh, hey, Steph, Luis Gooding, will... Podi pro carajo, no? Pro carajo, man!